0: Hello, everybody. Happy Friday once again. Today is Friday, May 15th, and you're tuned in to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. Hopefully on purpose, but even if you're listening by accident, welcome. The podcast is designed to encourage you in your daily Bible reading and prayer and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we are unable to gather in person. You can head over to the website, newcitycincy.org slash readings, where you'll find the scripture readings and a prayer for each day. For other stuff happening, check out newcitycincy.org slash social. Our scripture readings for today are Psalm 34, Leviticus 23, 1 through 22, 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 17, and Matthew 7, 1 through 12. My name is Brian Ferry, and I'm one of the pastors at New City. Today, I want to briefly look at measuring sticks and giving gifts. Measuring sticks and giving gifts. First of all, measuring sticks. When I was a kid, I remember being fascinated by all-length measuring devices. Tape measures, yardsticks, those flexible measuring tapes used for sewing and such. Rulers, speed squares, levels, all of them. They were so interesting to me and still are. So precise, so consistent. And the way the tape measure recoils and snaps in your hands is pretty cool, too. I was thinking about this because my three-year-old neighbor loves his tape measure it's what Jesus talked about here in the first part of Matthew 7. You know, I suspect one reason I've always loved measuring devices is the regularity and the perfection of them. If made well, you can count on them for accuracy and for a consistent rule. In Matthew 7, Jesus says, With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Whatever measure you use to measure others, somehow that same measure will be used on you. Another way of saying this is whatever standards you have for other people, God is going to hold you to those same standards. And I don't know about you, but that verse is pretty terrifying to me because I can sometimes have pretty ridiculous standards. I am really good at seeing past the log in my own eye to identify the speck in others. You know, sometimes it's not even that I'm not aware of my own failings and just railing on others. It's that I know I'm failing. I know I'm not living up to my own standards, let alone the Lord's standards. And then I walk around throwing frustration napalm everywhere I go. I'm a grouch. See, the problem isn't having high standards for ourselves or for others. This Sermon on the Mount is proof that holiness matters, that the standards for the Christian life are high, extraordinarily high. The point isn't even don't talk about standards or don't hold others accountable. I think the point is... Be gracious, be merciful, have the highest measure for holiness and godliness, but don't condemn others and don't condemn yourself for falling short of those standards. We can be merciful and gracious because God is merciful and gracious. Remember how the psalmist puts it in Psalm 103. Psalmist writes, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. He has some good instruction for us when it comes to our measures. Don't treat others as their sins deserve or repay them according to their iniquities. Why? Because God doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. And because there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, because Jesus took all the punishment and condemnation, we are not not guilty. Oh, no, we're guilty. We all fall short. We're guilty. But we're guilty without punishment, because the punishment is paid. So the next time you get out a tape measure or a ruler or using some measuring instrument, let that be a reminder to be gracious and merciful towards others and towards yourself. Have a high standard, but remember, whatever measure you use to measure others, somehow that same standard is going to be used on you. That sure selfishly motivates me to be gracious and merciful for others, so I get some grace and mercy in return. Enough about measuring sticks, about giving gifts. You know, if that first verse exposed me as a grouch, this one exposes me as a grinch. Scrooge, we're told here that if you ask, it will be given to you. If you seek, you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. And, and Jesus uses the example of a kid asking his dad for bread. Does the dad give the kid a stone? No. Or if the kid asks for fish, does dad give him a scorpion? Of course not. Right, the point being... Argument from the lesser to the greater. If an earthly father knows how to give good gifts, then how much more will God, our heavenly father, give good gifts to those who ask? It makes sense, right? It would make more sense to me if I was a good gift giver, right? Or a good gift getter. And I can be pretty abysmal at getting gifts and giving gifts. I have my shining moments, but for the most part, I just don't think that way. And in receiving gifts, I'm not the best at expressing the gratitude I feel. When Cheryl and I were dating, she got a gift for me that I that was, it was thoughtful, it was timely, and for no other reason than to say that she cared about me, and cared about my life. And I said, "Wait for it." I said, "No, thank you. I don't need it." But yes, I am indeed an idiot. Right? And now, don't get me wrong. Uh, look, if you would like to get me a gift, I'll do my best to receive it. Right. And I'll especially dig it if it's old and has pages, or if it's a circle of vinyl that has grooves in it, or was aged in a charred oak barrel. Uh, but anyway, uh, I can be a Grinch. All right. Sometimes I look at the cost of presents for people I do actually love, and then I hem and I haw and I grumble under my breath like Yosemite Sam. So, for this father giving good gifts in this passage, right? Even me as a grinchy, scroodilicious, gift-giving father can demonstrate how God is the best gift giver, right? Even the palest comparison in an earthly father points to the goodness of God, right? I'm abysmal, but even in my terrible gift giving, I can sometimes know how to give good gifts, right? I know how, even if my execution falls short, right? Here I am with my measuring stick, But there are beautiful, good gift givers, like my wife, who is generous and kind and thoughtful and gratuitous in giving gifts and being hospitable, marrying me and sticking with me even when I was foolish, right? She is a great picture of God's goodness in giving. And God, he's the perfect giver, right? The best giver, like the best gift giving mother or father times infinity, right? He wants to give you all that you need and what you ask for. Knock on the door and he'll open. Seek and you will find. Ask him and it will be given to you. As James says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. When you give a good gift, when you receive a good gift, let that be a reminder of God's goodness in giving. Our good giving points to his perfect, gracious, gratuitous giving, maybe most incredibly demonstrated in the gift of his only son to die the death we should have died and raising him from the dead as the firstborn of all those who believe in him. So there you have it, a bit about measuring sticks and giving gifts. We'd love this podcast to foster community and encourage personal reflection, so don't go it alone. Discuss with your household and call a friend. So here's a question to get things going. Who has demonstrated God's grace to you in being gracious and merciful, especially in light of your failure or falling short of some measuring stick, or in gift-giving? Who has demonstrated God's grace and mercy to you in your failing and or in gift-giving? You know, if you were listening to this and you thought, this would be helpful to so-and-so, you know, share it with them. Tell them that they can even subscribe. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a review. And some stars. Follow along for all kinds of stuff on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or on Facebook at New City Cincy. Let me say a little prayer for us as we close. Father in heaven, you are indeed merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, even as we use our own spiritual and moral yardsticks to measure others. Let your mercy spur us on to mercy towards others. And God, may your grace be evident in the way that we give, the way that we give good gifts to our children, the way that we use the money you've given us to bless others, the way we take all that you have given us, and you have given it all to us, and seek to use it for your glory. May it be so. May it be so in our lives. We pray in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Enjoy your weekend. Cheers.